Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major. And on Saturday, March 2nd, 16 teams will face off against each other for the right to head to Buffalo for the New York State Tournament. And I wanted to put something out there featuring the uh, Section 1 Division 1 champion Suffer Mounties and the Section 1 Division 2 champion John Jay Crossover Indians. So I had the opportunity to chat with Rob Schelling, head coach of the Mounties, um, Alex Smith, head coach of the Indians, and Will Hasapis, senior forward for the Indians. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Rob Schelling. Rob is the head coach of the 2019 Section 1 Division 1 champion, Suffering Mounties. On top of that, he was also behind the bench when they won it all in 2012. I've been after him for a little while. I know uh, um, I've I've been pestering him for a bit. So, Rob, thanks so much for taking the time out on a Thursday to come on with me. I really appreciate it. How's it going? It's going great, and thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Travis. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. So let's get right into it. Uh, did the team feel any pressure entering this season, and if so, how did the players respond? Um, I don't think we felt any pressure. I think it's uh, to be honest when you're when you're playing for suffering, and a lot of these kids have dreamed of playing for suffering uh, since they're little kids. Um, you know, the expectations are always there, and winning section championships or is. is it's always on their mind. So I don't think it's any uh, pressure. It's just a uh, high expectation. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, at what point in the season did you realize that winning the Section 1 Division 1 championship was a real possibility? I would say it happened before the season started. Uh, I think a lot was going on last year. Last year was uh, supposed to be a rebuilding year, and I, you know, I put that in quotes. Um, we had a lot of young guys getting a, a lot of big minutes. Um and we, the, the guys really stepped up, and they progressed so much. And uh, at the beginning of last year, if you would have told me we were going to be in the section championship, I would, I would have thought that would have been a tough task. And uh, the, the kids did an amazing job. Um, even our, our, our guys that graduated last year um, were, had some great leadership, and they really showed these, the, these kids the ropes. And I would say by, by the end of last year, when we, we had that tough loss against North Rock in the section championship, I thought the expectations were going to be um, winning a section championship this year. And uh, I'm really proud of these guys for, for coming through with that. I have to tell you, Rob, I've been doing this show for a couple of years now, but I've been watching Suffering Hockey for, you know, as long as I as long as long I can remember, you know, growing up in Suffering. And you really do have a very impressive squad this year. So I do have to, you know, give you guys some stick taps. Um, you know, I want to ask you about some of the players to watch on your squad. You know, has anybody really surprised you this season by stepping up and contributing in a big way? I think, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to say surprise, but, uh, that the, what we, for how much depth we have is, is, is just great. Uh, yeah. we have, uh, we, we put out three lines. We have four kids rotating through the, through the third line, and they've all been amazing. Um, truly amazing. Um, we roll 4D. Um, so as far as, uh, surprise goes, it's just, uh, I would say more, uh, I'm happy and satisfied with the way, uh, everyone progressed throughout the year. Um, we do have a couple freshmen that get big minutes, and we have some young kids on that third line. 
Uh, they get some big minutes, but um, all in all, I'm just uh, I'm just more satisfied with their play, not so much surprised. Okay, very good, very good. How would you describe the team's mindset entering into Saturday's regional game? I think we're very confident. Um, we, we, our only loss this season was to Bethlehem, who was a who was an excellent team. Um, but it's we've really we've really come a long way since the beginning of the year, and you know I think that's that's our goal every year to get better and better as the season goes along. And I really believe we did that. Um, I do think we're a lot better than we were in the beginning of the year. Um, so the boys are confident. We had a, a great section tournament. Uh, we've been playing well. Um, you know, obviously we haven't lost since that Bethlehem game, which was back in the early December. So um, I think our mindset is we're very confident, but we know it's going to be a tough game on Saturday. I do have to say, prior to the season starting, I checked out one of your practices. I was really impressed with the speed, with you know, with again with the depth, with the talent. I saw your home opener against Albany Academy. I saw you later in the season versus Monroe Woodbury, and I certainly saw you. I had a front row seat to all the action when you guys won the uh, Section One D One Championship this year, which was great. Last question for you, Coach, before I let you go, uh, and you mentioned it in your pre previous answer Bethlehem handed the Mounties their only loss of the season so in your opinion what's the biggest challenge you're going to face in preparing for a game like this one uh, it's, it's you know when you're down to eight teams everyone's pretty that's left is pretty is is going to be a very good team yeah. and uh the biggest challenge is you're going to play a team that that you know has has a lot of ability they have a lot of offensive talent on that team they have a big goalie who's very uh very good um, so, you know, the challenge is you're going to be playing a team that's one of the best teams in New York State who also handed us our only loss of the season. So we know it's going to be a challenge and a, and a tough task, but uh, one thing I can say is our, our, our guys work hard every single day. Um, so they're going to bring it with their best effort. That's an excellent answer. I've been joined by Rob Schelling. He is the head coach of the 2019 Section 1 Division 1 champion, Suffer Mounties. Again, he was also behind the bench back in 2012 when they won their second state title. Um, so again, he took some time out on a Thursday night as he's getting ready to prepare to take on uh, the Bethlehem Eagles in the regional game on Saturday, March 2nd. Coach, thanks again so much for taking the time out, and I will see you on Saturday, and it's going to be a heck of a game. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Take care. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Alex Smith. He is the head coach of the John Jay Cross River Indians. I should say the back-to-back, two-time Section 1 Division 2 champion, John Jay Cross River Indians. He's taken a few minutes out of his evening to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. How's it going? Going well, thanks, Travis. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's my pleasure. Um, Let's get right into it. At what point in the season... Did you realize that repeating as Section 1 D2 champs was a real possibility? Well, uh, you know, after kind of a rocky start with a young, uh, a young roster, we uh, finished up the, the Christmas break with uh, three wins in a row, and then we came back from the break and we beat Horace Greeley 5-2, and, 
at that point, Horace Greeley was really uh, kind of running the table in Division Two. Uh, so we thought, hey, listen, uh, we got some consistent goaltending. We we found a little scoring punch. Maybe we got a chance. You know, I I have been watching you closely, and I think again, like you said, that was really the turning point because I agree with you that Greeley was one of these teams. I I kind of pegged them as a dark horse um, to kind of come out and surprise a lot of people. So by you beating them, that certainly, I think, uh, established you as a powerhouse as well, along with the uh, state rankings. And you kind of alluded to this in your previous answer, but my question to you now is, does this title feel different than last year's title? And if so, why? Well, it certainly does. First of all, last year we were a senior-laden team. Okay. Um, this year it's you know, it's like the opposite, where we have a lot of young freshmen who really contributed. And uh, you know, the whole setup to the playoffs was different. Last season we had the snow that pushed the semis back a day, and then That's 24 true. hours later we're playing a horse grilly in the finals, and and it was uh, it was a little bit different without Pelham, uh, yep. which horse grilly knocked off. So this year we kind of had the full postseason process that included Pelham that, that made it a little bit different. Yeah, okay. That's an excellent, excellent answer, and a lot of that is true. I do remember um, the snow kind of wreaking havoc with uh, our playoff schedule last year. Um, Coach, how would you describe the team's mindset entering into Saturday's regional game, especially knowing that West Seneca West is the team that knocked you out last year in the state semis? Yeah, yeah well, you know, it was a, a much different team last year than this year, like sure. you said, but the kids are excited. Um, you know, West End of the West, you know, kind of presents a, a similar challenge that they did last year. They, they're big, they're, they're skilled, uh, and they've had another good season. So, you know, our guys are excited to try to follow the game plan and, and to try to, to beat another top 10 team in the state to get up to Buffalo. You know, I, I can tell you this, uh, Brewster Ice Arena is going to be the, is the place to be on Saturday. I expect it to be a capacity crowd, uh, and I can't wait to drop the puck. One last question for you, Coach. In your opinion, the biggest challenge that you face in preparing for a game like this one? Well, we, we try to get some film on West Seneca West. Uh, we got some, but it's not the same as watching the team live. Right. Uh, and Trying to, trying to convince the kids at the same time that we have to stay in the moment and not, not get uh, too excited about the things that we've accomplished already. Uh, and moving forward, trying to stay hungry because we'd like to play another week of hockey. Hey, listen, I'd love that too. My flight's already booked. My hotel is reserved. So I'm heading up there, and I would love it if you guys were up there as well. So, again, I've been joined by head coach Alex Smith of the John J. Crossover Indians. He's taken a few minutes out of his evening to chat with me, which I really do appreciate. Uh, he's going to mix it up, and his along with his Indians, against the West Seneca West Indians at 1 p.m. at Brewster Ice Arena on Saturday, March 2nd. Coach, thanks again so much for coming on. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and I will see you at the rink on Saturday. Saturday. Thanks, thanks so much, Travis, and thanks for your coverage all season. You really make uh, hockey exciting for the kids who play. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. This is Mike Chaparelli from Mounting Tigers. You're listening to HV Pucks, available free at Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm here with Will Hasapis. He is a senior forward with the John J. Crossover Indians, and he has taken a few minutes out of his evening to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Hey, Will, thanks so much for coming on. How's it going? 
Uh, it's going well. Thanks for having me. Uh, absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. I love I love having players and coaches on. Um, can you uh, answer this for me? What's your favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Favorite thing about high school hockey? Um, I would have to say the sort of camaraderie of it and how, uh, you know, you get to become – spend so much time around these guys and, you know, really become – they really become some of your best friends. Um, and also, I think something really important about uh, high school hockey and I think high school sports in general, I think this goes for a lot of different sports, sort of uh, growing as a person and player um, with all the upperclassmen to guide you through that. Um, not only, you know, how to play the game and how to continue working on your skills, but also um, sort of teaching you uh, how you should act in a school and beyond and things like that. And then as an upperclassman, actually getting to do what uh, the upperclassman did for you and sort of pass that down to the younger kids and being able to just sort of show them the way. It's really a great uh, life experience. I love that answer. It's definitely life lessons. Uh, you develop that. You said that camaraderie, that sense of family. And then you get to, in turn, you know, impart kind yeah. of your wisdom and your experience on the younger guys. And again, the younger guys on your team are definitely contributing. I had Coach Smith on not too long ago, um, and he was talking to me about some of the guys that have really stepped up this year. Can you describe John Jay Hockey in five words or less? Um. For this one, I'm going to go with, we're not the cat's meow. Okay. Um, and this is something that coaches said to us uh, throughout this season. And it may seem sort of silly. And, um, you know, it is to a certain degree. Um, but I think it really acts as a kind of motivation for us to, uh, you know, play coach's system and not get too ahead of ourselves. And really work as hard as we can all the time. Because, uh, you know, uh, we can't get too wrapped up in, uh, you know, our skill or our talent or anything like that. Uh, because if we do that and don't work as hard, we won't win uh, and won't be successful. I have to. Uh, no, go ahead. Sorry about that. Will go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. You can go. Now I was going to say I, I was. I, I'm going to be very honest with you. I was pleasantly surprised with what I saw out of John Jay this year. You know, after losing, you know, all the seniors that you lost, it was really like a heavily laden senior team last year. Um, and I know there were some bumps in the road early on, but after that, I mean, you guys, you know, just have been winning and it's been clicking, and you guys are healthy. And you know, Coach Smith, you know, I just love what he does. You know, with you guys behind the bench there, and uh, definitely John Jay has been a very pleasant surprise. So let me ask you this, Will. At what point in the season did you think you had a chance to repeat as section champions? That's a good question. I would have to say uh, after we beat Greeley mm-hmm. uh, kind of early on in the season. Okay. Uh, that was a really big win for us. You know, as a team, we had started to gel and come together and I really started uh, sparking up chemistry. And, you know, for that game, we got uh, really excited and we're going in, you know, we got to beat this team. This is sort of a a precursor for the playoffs later on in the season. Um, and, you know, they were ranked very highly and they were uh, essentially probably the best team in the section, at, the, at least at the time. And, sure. Um, you know, beating them was really, it really felt good. And, you know, it really showed us that we could beat anybody in the section and that we had a real, real possibility of, you know, going all the way and winning. You know, it's interesting. I asked Coach Smith that same question, and he said the exact same thing. He said, when you guys beat Greeley in December, um, after kind of, again, having a little bit of a slow start, that that really did kind of, 
you know, signal to him and I guess to the rest of the team. Certainly you reinforced that, that uh, a repeat as a Section 1 Division 2 champions was a possibility. So entering Saturday's regional game with West Seneca West, I mean, obviously I followed you guys up to Buffalo last year. I know you know that. They knocked you out of the state semis. You know, what, what do you want people to know about your squad? I know you talked about how you're not the cat's meow, and I think that's a great, great um, moniker and, and kind of a great play on words. But what is it that you want people to know about your squad entering this game on Saturday? I think the most important thing uh, for us, at least right now, is that, you know, we want this more than anything. And our group of upperclassmen this year has pretty much wants something more than to go to Buffalo again. And after having that experience last year of winning the section and regionals and then, you know, getting knocked off by West Seneca last year, I think, uh, especially the upperclassmen, but everybody really, really wants this and really wants this to win this game and move on and, uh, you know, get some revenge for last year's um, loss. Well, I can tell you this. Brewster Ice Arena is the place to be on Saturday. I expect oh, yeah. I expect a capacity crowd. I expect the John Jay faithful to bring it. Uh, one last question for you, Will, before I let you go. In your opinion, what are some of the keys to the game, if you will, versus West Seneca West on Saturday? I think probably most important for us is to just keep working hard, um, play simple hockey, you know, just remember that it's just another hockey game. We're just going out there against a team that, um, you know, they're good. They're a very good team, but, um, you know, we have to believe that we can beat them. And I think we do and we can. Um, and I think just keeping it simple, working hard and, you know, just just playing hockey. Uh, listen, I love that answer. And again, thanks so much for taking some time out. I've been chatting with Will Hasapis. He is a senior forward with the John Jay Cross River Indians, the back-to-back two-time Section 1 Division 2 champion John Jay Cross River Indians, I might add. He took a few minutes out of his evening to chat with me. I really do appreciate it. Will, I will see you on Saturday. Best of luck to you and the rest of the yeah. squad. All right, my friend? Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's been my pleasure. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to H. The Pucks. As this episode for Season 3 comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. This season, Stick Taps will be brought to you each and every week by H4H, a growing car transport and handyman service company in Rockland and Long Island. Howie and Jesse are service-oriented guys known for providing quality service at competitive prices. For rapid, reliable, and relationship-driven car transport and handyman home improvements, call 516-497-1194. Mention the code 5MinuteMajor and receive a $25 discount off your next car transport service or $100 off your next handyman service appointment. Stick taps out to freshman Dante Palumbo of White Plains for recording his 45th assist of the season on February 4th, breaking the all-time single-season assist record of 44, which had stood since the 2007-2008 season. Way to go, Dante. 
Stick taps out to sophomore John Myers of White Plains, who scored his 45th goal of the season on February 10th, surpassing the previous record of 44, which had stood since the 2002-2003 season. That's simply amazing, John. Stick taps out to senior Ethan Behar of Byram Hills on surpassing the 200th point mark of his varsity career in a 12-6 victory over ETBE on February 10th. Ethan had seven goals and four assists during the game. All I can say is, wow. Stick taps out to head coach Rich Bulin on earning the 350th win uh, with the new Canaan girls hockey team. He has 485 career wins overall, coaching both boys and girls, and shows no signs of slowing down. Well done. Stick taps out to sophomore Evan Parr of the Mount Olive Hopatkan Hackettstown hockey team on scoring his 50th point on February 9th. Keep it up. Stick taps out to Gleb Veramayev of the Monroe Falcons hockey team who joined the 100-point club on February 11th. Great job, Gleb. Stick taps out to goaltender Justin Schultz of the White Plains Tigers, who earned uh, his 40th career victory and 1,714th save on February 11th. Uh, Congratulations on an unbelievable high school career, Justin. Stick taps out to Jet Tom of the Madison Dodgers on scoring his 50th and 51st goal um, of his varsity career on February 13th. Keep it going. Stick taps out to Michael Schumann of Tritown Hockey on passing the 100-point mark on February 13th. He now has 103 total points with Tritown. Outstanding. Stick taps out to Gabe Roman of the Freehold Raritan Colts Neck Ice Hockey Team on breaking the school record with 111 points on the season so far. Simply amazing. Stick taps out to uh, sophomore goaltender Ethan Breton of Churchville Chilai on making the 1,000th save of his career against uh, Arondacoy on February 14th. Phenomenal. Stick taps out to Emma Faso of the Amherst Clarence Sweet Home Cats Girls Varsity Federation team on earning the 151st uh, point of her career at the time of this recording. That puts her number three all-time in the uh, Western New York Girls League. Her teammate Carly Rondo has 91 total points at the time of this recording. Those girls are unstoppable. Stick taps out to Brooke Becker of uh, Frontier Orchard Park Lakeshore Girls Varsity Hockey Team on earning 107 total points this season at the time of this recording. Those fed girls are on fire. Stick taps out to Dave Renzulli on scoring the 50th and 51st goals of his career on Friday, February 15th. Keep it up, Dave. Stick taps out to senior captain TJ McKee of the Mayapack Indians who scored his 100th point of the 2018-19 season on February 15th. TJ is also Mayapack's all-time leading scorer with 198 points at the time of this recording. It has been awesome to watch him play these past four years. Stick taps out to the Woodstock Academy boys hockey team for hosting a military appreciation night on February 16th. Stick taps out to Captain Jared Keating of the Verona Glen Ridge hockey team on earning the 100th point of his varsity career on February 16th. Way to go, Jared. Stick taps out to the Staples High School and New Canaan uh, High School hockey teams for hosting uh, the Gaylord Hospital sled hockey team prior to their game on Saturday, February 16th. $2,000 was raised that night. More proof that some things are bigger than wins and losses. Stick taps out to the Webster Thomas Titans hockey team's uh, parents for donating between $5 and $10 for every goal scored during sectionals. After scoring 10 goals in the quarterfinals, they have already raised $950. The power of 
hockey at its finest. Stick taps out to Chris Cairns of the Kenmore West hockey team on earning his uh, 15th win on the season, which makes him the all-time wins leader in the history of the program. Simply outstanding, Chris. Stick taps out to Cameron Crozier, uh, also of the Kenmore West hockey team, on scoring his fourth hat trick of the season on February 17th. Uh, Cameron now has more hat tricks in a single season than any other player in the program's history. Way to go. Stick taps out to Matt Pettit of the LHK Trojans on earning the 100th point of his varsity career on February 17th. Keep it up. Stick taps out to the Ridgefield hockey team on finishing the 2018-19 regular season, a perfect 20-0 for the first time since 2010-2011. That's pure perfection, plain and simple. Stick taps out to Dominic Garozo of the Gloucester Catholic Rams hockey team, who tied Johnny Goudreau's school record with his 30th goal of the season on February 21st. Keep it up, Dominic. Stick taps out to Jet Tom on scoring the 100th point of his career on February 21st. He had two goals and one assist. Way to go, Jet. Stick taps out to Kenny Maxwell and Dylan Haar of the Ocean Township Shore Regional Monmouth Regional Cooperative Varsity Hockey Team on reaching significant personal milestones. Kenny earned his 100th point and Dylan his 150th on February 22nd. I always say them Shore boys as en fuego. Stick taps out to the Barlow Weston Abic Tech Co-op Hockey Team for raising awareness and funding for Autism Speaks at their game on February 23rd. Stick taps out to the Fairport hockey team for supporting the Special Olympics on February 23rd. Stick taps out to the Suffern Mounties, who are the 2019 New York State Section 1 Division 1 champions. Well done. Stick taps out to the John J. Cross River Indians, who are the 2019 New York State Section 1 Division 2 champions. The Indians are back-to-back champs, having won the section title the year prior as well. Congratulations. Stick taps out to Michael Balzerati of the Del Barton hockey team on earning the 100th point of his varsity career on February 25th. Stick taps out to Jude Curtis of the Hillsboro hockey team, who earned the 109th point of the season. Uh, two goals and four assists and the 201st point of his varsity career on February 25th. That is an unreal performance, Jude. Stick taps out to Spencer uh, Nucatelli of the Webster Thomas Titans hockey team on scoring the 100th goal of his career on February 26th. Very impressive. Stick taps out to the Fordham Rams hockey team on winning the 2019 CHSAA championship. Congratulations. Hashtag Rams be rolling. Stick taps out to Brennan Horn of the Northwest Catholic uh, High School hockey team on earning the 100th point of his career on February 27th. Well done, Brennan. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or a hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. I hope you enjoyed this special regional edition of HV Pucks, and I want to wish both the Suffern Mounties and the John J. Crossover Indians the best of luck on Saturday. <laughs>